Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, peeps. It is 2023. Can you believe it? I can't. (laughs) I feel like the years are going, they're literally zooming by. And uh, I just, I was looking at some Facebook posts a couple days ago and there was some of my friends going, oh my gosh, I just hit my fifties, like going into the fifties. And I thought, oh no, I'm going into my late (laughs) sixties. When did that happen? Uh, Anyway, all is well. We're still breathing. We're still here. So it's all good. And today I wanted to talk to all the unmotheds about why are we afraid of success? And I think also as Christians, there is this, there is kind of a loop going around that I see also on social media and I hear in different groups where um, there's really kind of a shame base about not really wanting to be successful because it's not, it's like success to them, they equate with money. And then they think like, we're not following God's path or we're not being good Christians if we want to dream for more. But I'm talking about unmothered who have, these are girls that have, women now, but girls that have grown up in these families where it was never taught to you to want anything more, anything that was successful. Uh, With trauma, there was things that we were not allowed to dream, and we certainly weren't allowed to move the scale up. So when we're talking about goals, intentions, dreams, whatever you want to call it, do you wonder if there is anything good for you that's going to happen this year? Are you allowed to dream big? Is it wrong to think about being better than where you came from? And in this episode, I'm going to break these things down and help you realize why we as unmothers are afraid of success why we sabotage it and talk ourselves out of it, and what can we do to start living the life that we do dream and desire? Because after all, life can be good, and God wants good things for us. One of the biggest things that I see with the unmothered community is that we are such self-sabotagers. We've been taught to never expect good things, and I'm going to show you some of the pain points of that today and then and then also some some tips of how we can change that. Self-sabotage. Let me just tell you, I was the biggest self-sabotager, not on purpose. And this is the thing I want you to stop and think about is, are there things that when you think about a new project or something you want to do, you get super excited about it, your heart is racing, you just think like, this is it. Like, I feel so good about this project. Like, this is going to catapult me to another place in my life. I'm going to be so satisfied with it. And then halfway through, you stop. Everyone's shaking their head. 
<laughs> you can feel it. I used to do this all the time. And my husband actually called me out on it one time where I was selling one multi-level um, thing. And then this other thing came about and I was like, oh, that looks like super fun. I want to do that. And he goes, Phyllis, it's all good and I'll support it. But he goes, you always start these things and then you don't really finish stuff. You never get to another level. You just sort of bottom out. And I was really mad when he said that. But then I started thinking, oh, that's really true. And then I started reading these books early on on trauma and just different um, just different books on like how uh, children that grew up in dysfunction and things like that, how our brains are really have been rewired to to not be able to finish projects. Like our brain is going a million miles a minute. Why? Mostly because when we were growing up, there was a lot of stuff going on in our home. A lot of different things where we were constantly on edge, uh, looking for the next thing to like duck and cover, uh, fix this, cover that up, lie about this, like all these things. So our brains were going in 20 million different directions. So it was hard to think straightly and finish something. We actually came out of that childhood just surviving. We just survived. It was like, we made it out. We survived. We're good now. We're healthy. But the reality is, is all of those residual things that we grew up with, all of those thought intentions that that were poured into our brains as little kids have now suited us as an adult. And we just don't even look at it as something that we need to change. There is a saying within us that is never said out loud, but there's something in us that always says we're not good enough. We're not good enough. It's actually been said sometimes uh, for me. Here's the other thing. When you start to come out of your childhood trauma and you leave behind the people that you love, your family members, your siblings, your aunts, your cousins, nieces, nephews, mother, dad, there may be some pushback where they suddenly say, well, who do you think you are? What, why are you suddenly getting a raise in this? Why are you moving to this better house? Why are you having a better life? Well, I know why. It's because I prayed about it and I asked God to change that circumstance. That doesn't always happen just from prayer. But I know that he had a plan for me. And also, you have to take action. You can pray, but you better take action with it too. Prayers in a closet don't help you get where you want alone. You, he's, he's showing you. God will put people in your path. He will show you a way. But if you don't take action on it, those prayers fall dead. So I knew that. But there were some family members that didn't know that. And so now you're being put in this different place and you may have some pushback. So then you think, well, I need to self-sabotage this because if I get too big for my britches, I'm not going to be a part of this family anymore. And so people pull back and they deny the success that actually God is trying to give you. 
perfect example was one of the examples. There's so many, but perfect example was when I wanted to write this book. It had been in my mind for many, many years, and it was just a pipe dream, but it was stirring in my soul. Like, this is how I know, like, God really, he has a purpose for you. He's going to stir your soul for 5, 10, 15, 20 years if it takes that long. He's not going to give up on you. And there was this stirring. I always wanted to tell stories. I always loved to write. I was great in English. Like I loved stories. I read like a mad dog, mostly because I loved diving into the thought process of a story and throwing my whole being into that storyline so that I could escape the reality of where I was sometimes. So I loved mysteries and stories that, you know, you could just put yourself in that story and just escape. I thought, man, somebody with the written word that can do that for people is a genius. So with that, I would start this process of writing, even though I didn't know what I was doing. I would start the process and then I would get scared. And then I would self-doubt. And then I would tell myself I'm not good enough. And then I would say, but if I do make this and this does happen, how is my family going to react? And so all of those things are self-sabotaging because we feel that we don't deserve it. We feel like we're not good enough. We feel like a failure. We feel like people will laugh at us, which that's a huge thing. And so we stop. And let me just say success, what I'm talking about in success for me is peace of mind. Success for me is a happy family. Success for me is having calm and comfort in a home that I can wake up to and not have it be riddled with screaming and yelling and fighting and things that I was surrounded with as a child, it's not necessarily money driven. That's never been a thing for me. I've walked away from situations where I'm like, I don't care about the money. I just want to be free. I want to have mental health be well in my soul. So when you think about success, it could be the success of being in a different headspace and body space of where you've come from. And yes, peeps, that means sometimes separating yourself from toxic family members. And I know that that's super hard, but those boundaries are necessary in order for you to be a success. You cannot do it with the same kind of bad habits that you've been taught or letting those same people in your life that are dragging you down. That's not success. It's just surviving. And we want to thrive. We want to be women that walk out of the places, those deep, dark places of which we grew up in and say, I am new. I am a different person. One of the things that I want to mention, too, is um, watching everyone else succeed at their goals while we shrink back is not being successful. And I am not talking about comparison or competition with someone. We should all go at the pace that God wants us to go. But there is a certain trauma that arises that prevents us from taking a stand for what we truly want out of life. 
and we need to finish what we start. So if there is a dream that you have and there is something that is like just stirring in your soul where you know like this is the path that I'm supposed to go and this will make me successful in a way to get me out of that deep pit of this family dynamic that is not serving me anymore, you need to start walking towards it. One of the ways that I do do this, and I talk about this a lot, but um, it is the number one thing, and I'm telling you for men or women, is you have to journal out your thoughts. You have to write down every single thing that every dream you have, everything that is bothering you, everything, everything you're grateful for in the morning, everything you thank God for, write those down for one thing you're going to be able to look back in December of this year even and look back at this January and say, oh my gosh, look at how far I've come. I actually didn't sabotage myself. I actually did look at the things I'm grateful for. I actually did take steps to get to a different place to be successful. I think this is One of the biggest things that you can do for yourself is to start being truthful with yourself about what you would really love to accomplish, and that goes a long way. My husband does a weekly check-in with his Full Focus planner, (laughs) a little plug for Full Focus. I actually am not a fan of it because it looks really boggling to my mind. Um, My son-in-law and I were having this conversation over Christmas. My oldest daughter uses it and my husband uses it. My youngest daughter uses it too. Um, They love it. To me, it's too many questions. It like, I have to just journal. I can't, um, I get, uh, so it's probably trauma. (laughs) I get super anxious when I open a book and it's like, here's 10 questions that you need to answer in the next 20 minutes. Um, it's, I start sweating. I'm like, I can't, I don't know. What if I answer wrong? Like, I don't, you know, again, success level, right? We don't have the, the confidence to really just answer the question. All of a sudden I feel like I'm being judged, but I will say I watch my husband and this is kind of his journaling. I will watch him do a weekly check-in pretty much. He'll do like a 10 minute check-in. He'll write in his full focus every day of what he needs to accomplish the next day. But the the weekend one, he'll sit down and he'll write in this full focus planner. He'll answer all the questions, like write down things that he wants to accomplish, successes that he's had, and things that he needs to improve on. And I will watch him as we're like ending the night, we're, we have a television program on or whatever, and I'll look over and he's intently writing. And I'm like, that is so good because 15 years ago, he didn't do that. He was just like flying by the seat of his pants, like just getting it all done, like, you know, taking phone calls, doing all these things. Now he's setting like clear boundaries and intentions of what he wants his life to look like and how he wants it to go smoother to be successful. So this is another thing. If you're talking about success in the business, you may be talking about success money-wise. Like maybe you need to get to a place where you're coming out of debt or you're coming out of something that is not good. You have to be able to write those things down. Um, You know, it's like keeping a budget and you have to do these things that are intentional and you have to follow through on them. Do not self-sabotage yourself and go, well, I screwed it up this week. So now the whole thing is bad and just forget it. I'm not going to do any of it. 
Don't do that. Keep going. We're all going to make mistakes. Listen, life is not a straight shoot up to the top. And especially when you have lots of trauma growing up with us, that is what our parents taught us. My mom would always say, don't ask for more. This is as good as it gets. Life is unfair. It was all these negative things that were put into my head. And it took me a long time. There's still a little bit of residual stuff in there. It took me a long time to realize those things are lies. Not only are they lies, they're lies from the enemy. That was, my mom was being sucked into a vortex of negativity by the enemy saying like every time she would try something and would fail, it knocked her down about five feet. And I watched it. I watched it in her face. I watched it in her body. And I don't want to be that person, but I know Life is not a straight shoot up. After living for so many years, I can tell you it is a zigzag. Like it will, you'll have high highs and low lows, and then you'll have some in between things, and you'll have a couple little things in the in between things that are crazy. That doesn't mean you stop, it means you keep going, you push through, you rest when you need to, and then you keep going. I'm not talking about like, hitting it hard and not giving up and you know no sometimes you need to just take a breath and you need to slow down and you need to think about your thoughts and journaling is a great way to do this to say you know what lord i'm scared right now or i'm tired or i'm so depressed like this is not good right now i don't even know what to do but you know what i'm going to keep my eyes on you and i'm going to wait for you to show me the next steps and he, he hundred percent, he will, he'll show you the next steps. Stay in your Bible guys. If you have any kind of a faith, I'm telling you right now, do not skip that part. There's been so many times when I've been crying out to God, just first thing in the morning, my heart's heavy. I'll be crying and being like, I don't even know why I'm crying. I just feel really heavy hearted. I'll open my Bible to a certain verse and it speaks to me And then something will happen throughout the day. And I'm like, wow, oh my gosh, that's what this verse meant. This is so good. Thank you for talking to me through that. And so when people say they don't hear God's voice, you don't hear his voice visually or uh, audibly. You you certainly don't see him visually, but um, if you do call me, (laughs) but you know, you don't hear him audibly you feel him because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. And the Holy Spirit is the one that guides you to success. He's, it's the one that, that guides you to him. It's the one that guides you back to him. It's the one that, that tells you your next steps. The one that tells you don't give up when things are horrible because I have better things for you. And those better things could be something so simple. It's not, you know, again, I'm not talking about money success. I'm not talking about, you know, anything that is just worldly. I'm talking like your life is meant to be lived successfully. We started off at a bad place. I don't know why. It's a question I have for God when all this is said and done. I'm going to be like, why in the world did I get thrown into this place? But there are times when I sit and watch TV and I watch like, the tragedies that are going on in different countries. And I go, Lord, why did you give me this life? Because this life is way better than some people's lives 
in different countries or different places of the world. Why did you, why did you not make me homeless? Why did you not put me in Iran or or somewhere where it's like really, really difficult? Why? Those are questions you need to ask yourself and then, and then thank him and be grateful that even though we go through these hard things, sometimes it's not as hard as when you look around the room and realize there's a lot harder things out there where people are dying for a peacefulness and success in that and just to get out and and live a life. So always look at the good side of that, journal that, figure out what it is that you really want. And then the last thing is say it out loud. If you have a dream Say it out loud because then you're going to have to make it come true. I was at a grocery store with my husband right before, I want to say two years before uh, I wrote my first book and it was just dogging me. Like every day I was like, I need to write this book. Like I can't even get this out of my head. I know this is like God driven. I got to do this. I don't know why, but I got to do this. I got to figure it out. And we were at the grocery store and we saw this this man that is like someone in the community that we love. And he's like, "What? what's new with you? What's going on? And I was like, well, you know, Sam, I think I'm going to write a book. Like I want to write a book about this. And I started telling him and I'll never forget. We were like in the in the meat section and my husband looked at me and he said, you know, you have to write that book now because you just told Sam Bozo. So shout out to Sam Bozo. He goes, you just told Sam Bozo and um, he's pretty much going to hold you to that. And he's, he told me, he said, I want, I'm going to hold you to it. And I want a signed copy of your book when you finish it. I believe you can do that. That's a third thing. When somebody champions you and pushes you to another place when you have doubts and you're ready to self-sabotage, that is everything. So as a person, I'm going to tell you, when somebody tells you their dreams, please tell them you're in their corner. Please tell them, yes, you can do that. And if you get approached and somebody asks you what's going on and you tell them your dreams and they tell you, yes, you can do it, please take that into your heart and as a thank you and an amen and know that That is such a special gift to have because I'll tell you what, when he said that, I was like, I have to figure out a way to write this book now. And my husband said, he goes, you got to write that book now. You just told him out loud. So say it out loud. Don't be afraid. Please don't be afraid. Don't let the enemy take away the dreams that can lead you to a successful life, a peaceful life, a comfortable life, like something that is beautiful that you really deserve at this time of your life. We've gone through enough junk, right? Like once in a while, can you throw me a little <laughs> a little joy? And, you know, that absolutely can happen. You're still going to have junk in the middle of it. You're still going to have hard times. You're still going to have tragedies. We're st- I mean, we just came off a holiday. Man, it was so heavy. We lost someone we really loved. And, um, and I, my heart was broken in the middle of, the joy of watching my grandchildren celebrate this Christmas season. But, you know, there is pain and happiness held in the same hand. And that is what life is. And you can still be successful at that. So third thing is, or four, might even be the fourth thing. I don't know. Now I lost track. Set a timeline and have a friend hold you accountable. If you have a big dream and you want to do something that's really, really big and it's going to get you to a really great place, Please let them hold you accountable and they can also be your prayer warrior. Ask them to pray for you. 
to help you stay on track, to help you not get lost in, you know, the timeline of it, to not put it aside, like have them hold you accountable, set a timeline of when you want this project to end or when you want to send this resume in and maybe talk to someone about a new career position, when you want to do something different than what you're doing, how you want to parent um, your child, you know, just ask these questions, have this person set a timeline for you, check in with you, pray over you. Are you struggling with something? Let me pray for you. That kind of thing. It's super important. There is no straight line and win to the top. There is tension in the transition and you can actually fail up. And what I mean by this is that there is no such thing as failing. The only time you can fail is if you stop. Failing up means you failed at something in the moment and you're going to keep going. You're failing up. You're you're trying it again. So do not quit. Do not stop. Don't let somebody else tell you what you want, what you should be. You should shrink back. You shouldn't be thinking of that. You thank God for the blessing and you move on. We have a horrible habit, which is actually trauma, of never finishing a project. And it makes it hard to be on the success track when we can't concentrate, right? Get help for this and recognize it. If you need therapy to talk about some things that really are making you stuck, please do that. Please go to God and pray. Ask him to take away some of those like awful habits uh, have him help you recognize when they happen. So as soon as it starts to happen, have the, you know, ask God, just throw something in my path where it's like, Oh, wait, that's an old, that's an old thought. I got to rewire that. Oh, wait, that's a bad habit. I need to stop doing that. Ask him to help you. He will help you, but also get help for it too. If you need to talk to a therapist and just, um, you know, have, have, someone to bounce some ideas off of, ask you some good questions. Therapy is such a great thing for this because we've had a lot of trauma in our lives and we have a lot of things that are stuck in our head and we need to clear those cobwebs out. So the other thing is, is if you are ready, you have a dream and you're like, gosh, I don't know where to start with this. And I don't, I just have all these things and I'm, I'm so excited to start this new path. Reach out to me if you want some coaching advice and on how to create your dream. I can help with this. This is where coaching can really help. And we can set up a game plan for you, for you to think and pray differently. And that is the end of this episode, peeps. I hope this was super helpful for you for the first of the year. I cannot wait. I hope you guys keep track of everything in a journal and then in December, write to me and say, oh my gosh, like this really worked. It was so great to be able to stop the self-sabotaging and really build myself up for success and create the life we dream and desire and the one that God wants for you. So until next time, I will see you later. Bye peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private, unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye, peeps!